Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. indicating there will be no deal on this so-called bipartisan border deal coming out of the Senate. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. And as we have clearly detailed, doesn't have to be the only thing. How about we start with the money for the technology to be able to know who's crossing the border and then the money to finish the fence, the wall, whatever you want to call it, that will allow for the funneling of people two areas where Border Patrol is so they can control the situation. And how about some legislation just to bring back Remain in Mexico, which is a policy that works. And how about reminding our Mexican friends that they can be part of the problem or they can be the enemy too. It's their choice. A lot of things can happen. And none of it has to be tied to Ukraine. And none of it has to be tied to this maddening idea from the White House, this flat-out lie that give me the power to do something. Dear Lord, if you're buying into that, I didn't say you had to like Trump. I'm not saying you have to like me. But if you buy into that, you're so full of it. And you know it. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Then there is this this uh, Jim Lucas madness. My gosh, he flashed a gun at kids. Whoa, up. There's a story. And one could argue that Jim Lucas, Representative Lucas, was wrong. But there's a bigger story here about grown men and women who teach children to be afraid of firearms. Irrationally, irresponsibly afraid. You see the video from yesterday? It's performance art. And it's bad performance art. And shame on these adults for what they're doing to these kids. Oh, and the reaction. Oh, the opinion pieces. My God. You want to talk about a group of people who never could have won World War II? They're the ones teaching our kids and writing opinions. I will get into all of it. But right now, it's about how terrorism works. It was a great line from Carol Markowitz involving what the United States and the United Kingdom are doing. The U.S. looking for a ceasefire because Joe Biden has to appease a radical, rabid base that has clearly stated they want Israel destroyed. But moreover, if you're now looking for a two-state solution... And Hamas isn't destroyed? You're saying terrorism works. And we're going to have to ask ourselves what our plan is. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So Zuckerberg got hit hard. Hard. In this hearing that took place yesterday, I mean, there's apologies being given, there's senators grandstanding, you're killing people. Even I was like, whoa. And I think Mark Zuckerberg's terrible. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC, good morning. Good to be with you. You will not see me have any love lost for a guy who was proactive in trying to silence people. But there is a tremendous amount about social media and the, the responsibilities these companies have that they are in an uphill battle against the onslaught against them. So when I hear this from uh, Senator Lindsey Graham... Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg, you and the companies before us, I know you don't mean it to be so, but you have blood on your hands. You have a product. You have a product that's killing people. I'm not so sure that that's anything other than grandstanding. If we want to discuss the sexual exploitation or the exploitation, I guess, writ large of children on social media, you're not going to get me to disagree that it happens and that it is horrific. Both things are true. What Senator Lindsey Graham is saying here is that Facebook is proactive in this and possibly proactive in the general allowing as opposed to maybe some aiding and abetting. This is the exchange between Senator Mike Lee and Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. You for a moment, Mr. Zuckerberg. Instagram recently announced that it's going to restrict all teenagers from access to uh, uh, eating disorder material, suicidal ideation uh, themed material, self-harm content. And that's fantastic. Uh, That's great. Um, What's what's odd, what what I'm trying to understand is, is... why it is that Instagram is um, only restricting, it's, it's restricting access to, to uh, sexually explicit content, but only for teens ages 13 to 15. Uh, why not restrict it for 16 and 17 year olds as well? Uh, Senator, my understanding is that we don't allow sexually explicit content on, on the service for people of any age. Um, the, the, um, How is that going? Uh, you know, our our, uh, our prevalence metrics suggest that w- I think it's 99% or so of the content that we remove, we're able to identify automatically using AI systems. So I think that our efforts in this, while they're not perfect, I think are industry leading. Um, the the other th- the idea that you're going to get it all. See, this is this is not, I think, a good faith question. I think the good faith question 
would be the technologies that you use. What do, what is it that they do not gain access to and therefore remove? And how does that get increased? And what plans do you have in place to increase that as a responsible business owner? I think that this this hearing is much more about, hey, let me get my minute in the sun than it was about solving a problem because I would put forth to you that Senator Lindsey Graham and Senator Mike Lee, and I'm not saying Mike Lee isn't a smart dude, I'm saying Mike Lee is definitively a smart dude. They wouldn't know how to program their TV remote. I don't think we are digging into uh, the, the, the onslaught of what's coming at these companies. Senator John Kennedy of Louisiana. If you think that Instagram is not hurting millions of our young people, particularly young teens, particularly young women, you shouldn't be driving. It is. If you think- There's no doubt that it is. But Senator Kennedy's point that you'd, you'd, be, you'd be a fool, you wouldn't be okay in the head if you didn't think that this was hurting people. You're directing it at Mark Zuckerberg. You need to be directing it, as Senator Kennedy of Louisiana, at the parents of Louisiana. What are they doing to keep an eye on their kids? What are you doing? I don't mind that we say to a company, what is the standard that you uphold here? And I don't mind a public shaming to ensure the upholding. But you're talking to the wrong folk. The onslaught of people who want to do damage on social media is never ending, is unrelenting. But those people have absolutely zero ability to do any of it if a parent says no and actually engages in parenting but that involves a society that says that there is a parent-child relationship the parent has dominion over the child and the parent can decide what happens on the phone which belongs to the parent not the child it doesn't matter if it was a gift there are people who will tell you well you see you can't take your kid's phone you gave it to them it's theirs you're not allowed to take it those people are crazy and should be dismissed they should be laughed at publicly so there is a with within this a a very large parental responsibility now the other side of that sometimes parents do everything possible and things still don't work out and horrible things still happen because kids are kids and if there are these platforms and if there are people trying to manipulate the platform Bad things can happen. And yes, there are children who have absolutely been exploited and sexually exploited, and it is a horror show. I, have, I, I wouldn't have a single word uh, uh, for these parents in regards to comfort because there's just no way for me to give it. I wouldn't lie to them. I wouldn't even pretend to have the word. I, I, I'll listen. I'll listen all day. I don't have a word for you that's going to make it better. And I, I, I will tell you as, as a very personal uh, aside, when people try and find the words to make it better, I, f- I find it insulting in a way 
that is, it, it, it's probably irrational. I, I get it. It's me. But, oh, and I'm not talking about things as horrific as this. So when Senator Hawley of Missouri is screaming at Mark Zuckerberg to apologize to families, and Zuckerberg gets up, turns around in the hearing, and starts talking to these parents. Or anybody, you haven't that's compensated a single not, victim. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. There's families of victims here today. Have you apologized to the victims? Would you like to do so now? Well, they're here. You're on national television. Would you like now to apologize to the victims who have been harmed by your product? Show them the pictures. Would you like to apologize for what you've done to so these Mark people? Zuckerberg turns around and starts talking to them. I mean, the press goes crazy. They all turn their cameras, and here's Zuckerberg talking to these people. And this is why we invested so much and are going to continue doing industry big efforts. Now, there's transcripts of that that I, I'll grab and, and we'll share over at TonyCats.com. That's right, you make them apologize. Since when are we the Society of the Struggle Session? What Senator Hawley did there is all about look at me. Nothing's better. That that Mark Zuckerberg never called a family? Well, that's on Mark Zuckerberg. That Mark Zuckerberg never spoke to anybody who, because of a a, a lack of controls of a platform, was abused or harmed or worse? That's on Mark Zuckerberg. For not being the kind of guy who will call somebody. Or maybe you don't because there are lawsuits aplenty. But a U.S. senator engaging in a struggle session? Um, uh, I, I don't know how anybody didn't think that this was pretty ugly. That the conversation itself, that the discussion itself is necessary. But this? Holy hell. Look at us. We're the senators. We'll sit on this dais. We'll point you out. And that's this business owner today. See, you don't mind going after this business owner. Unless, of course, that business owner is decorating cakes for same-sex marriages. Our job is to solve problems to the best of our ability. Not to do this. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Good to hear Matt Bear back in studio. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. That That's me. Matt Baird does the traffic. Carl's behind the board. You've got Ryan Hedrick and Kurt Darling in the WIBC newsroom. Uh, is, is Matt telling people where he was yesterday? Yeah, I can do that. Sure. It, it's it's totally up to you. I I did not out you in any way, shape, or form. Oh, thank you. I, I'm, <laughs> honestly, I'll go to the grave with this stuff, man. No, no, I, I appreciate that. It wasn't, um, yeah, it, it was cool. I, I, I was picked for a jury pool here in Marion County. Yeah. The second of us to be picked to attend jury duty, but the difference is I got selected and lost my head. You, I guess, did not get selected? 
No, I did not get selected. Um, I, I was one of the first ones out, in fact. Um, and that's that's fine. <laughs> it was. I love jury pools just because they're, I mean, you get every walk of life in there. You get all the diversity, and everybody was just so workmanlike. I mean, it, it was a great experience. But, I no, I, I got thrown off, but I think that was just because I was a little too emphatic in my answers. It was that kind of thing. Uh, it was a very... It seemed Wait. like to me it was a, going to be a, a tough case to try because it, it seemed like to me it was domestic abuse. So so, so when you say uh, you were emphatic, did you just start screaming, guilty, guilty, I says. Exactly. I, I stared down the defendant. Oh. <laughs> I looked at him right in the eye and I gave him the death glare. Good Lord, man. <laughs> that's, that's not necessary at all. <laughs> no, I didn't do that, of course. That is, uh, I mean, so I, in my life, I had never been called for jury duty. And then it was, you know, federal court and um and then i got selected and i was like uh it, 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 i i have said this before if the trial had been like like a four day i would have i would have done it no question would have called the station and like i'm doing this and totally ha- not a problem it was like five weeks and they couldn't guarantee that i'm like i'm i'm gonna be out of a job could be they, 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 I'll be replaced. This, this is destructive on both shows, everything else. But how long was this trial supposed to be? Um, I think it was just going to be a day. There were no indicators whatsoever that it was going to be longer than that. Um, just from what I gathered, uh, maybe something happened at Lucas Oil Stadium, and maybe there was an incident there. But I was one of the first ones out. My group was the first one in the box, and then six of us were dismissed, and I was one of the six that were dismissed. So, Is I mean, it true? Is it true you were dismissed because of a relationship with this program? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, some people knew who I was there. I mean, that, that was that was nice. To oh, look at the humble brag. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm a, yeah. Well, the a judge, bit of on the way out, the judge looked at me and he said, "You sound a lot taller on the radio." And, oh, and I was like, oh, "Okay, sure." By the way, please tell me that's true. It is true. Absolutely. No. Yes, absolutely. One hundred percent. I like the judge. I especially like him now that he recognized me. But I like the judge because he had a little stick to him. It was a serious matter. He had a little stick. I thought he was a good judge. I was like, I can get oh. with this guy. He's he's a bit of an entertainer, you know. Yeah, don't don't say don't say the judge's name. Don't do that. No, I'm not going but, to do that. But the judge actually remember. said to you, "You sound taller on the radio." Yeah. By the way, it's a good observation. You totally do sound taller on the radio. I I, I thought it was an interesting thing to say. I was nervous because I was standing up and the whole room was looking at me, and I just get nervous like that anyway. So I was just laughing, and then I walked out, and I I walked out. That was that. But yeah, it was it was a very professional operation. My compliments to Marion County and the the new Justice Center. Tony is a palace. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. I thought they did a nice job with it. Everything was great. Everything was great. I, they say the jury's supposed to be the most important person in the room, and I felt like that. I really felt like that. So. All right. Well, good. There it is. Uh, so uh, serve, make sure you show up for jury duty. <laughs> yeah. And uh, unless your career is on the line, serve. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's yeah. all. That's all there is to it. Uh, that's Matt Bear, model American citizen. Woo! Civic duty, baby. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
there will be no interest rate changes. And the markets weren't super thrilled with that yesterday. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. No, everything's great. Oh, market's fine. Everything's terrific. What's, what's wrong with you? It's not. It's not. The Fed, which everyone thought last year when they had their meeting, oh, we're going to see rate uh, decreases. We're going to see three of them. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Everything's perfect. If you read the minutes, the minutes said, um, yeah, we, we don't know if any of that's true. We don't, we don't know what's going to happen. We're not sure. What is true, what is factual, is that they want 2% inflation. We have 3.9% inflation. And that means rates will stay where they are. In my conversation with Dr. Matt Will yesterday, economist at the University of Indianapolis, why should one believe that this, why should one not believe that this won't be the case for 2024? That there certainly is always the possibility that they will engage some kind of decrease, but nothing big, nothing fancy, nothing major. Why are you thinking three? Maybe there'll only be one and a quarter point at that. Maybe an eighth of a point. They'll, they'll test the waters. Do not make this assumption that everything, because the administration says it's good, it is. We talked about, and, and, and guys, we discussed this yesterday, UPS and the 12,000 jobs that they're cutting. Make sure you remember that these are not the jobs, you know, uh, UPS created a deal or struck a deal with the union for, for the workers, air conditioning in the trucks and, and, and all, pay raises, whole sorts of things. That's all still in, in, in place. These 12,000 jobs are management jobs. And it's not like oh, things will, you know, they'll rehire when things get better. No, they're doing without. These are gone. These jobs are gone. And then it was the part two. And, and, I, and I thought Dr. Will made a, a very strong point here. We discussed it, but maybe it requires a little more thought. It's the back to work five days a week thing. This is happening all over the place. What happens when people say, yeah, I'm not coming back? What, what happens to an economy when people say, I'm not coming back? Because the, 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 you see this on the federal government side, which the fact that they have not demanded this is, is only proof positive of, of the inmates running the asylum as opposed to the inmates we, or the asylum, or the crazy people we elect. I don't know, would they be asylum? They're not asylum seekers. They're people we send to the asylum, but they're also nutty you got to be a little bit nutty to run. I'm not saying they're all bad people. There's some very good people who run for office. But, man, to want that, whew, that's not easy. And we, and we make it that way, right? We want it to be impossible. Oh, all politicians, they're just corrupt. And that's what we tell ourselves. And, and it just makes everything easy to, just to hate as opposed to try and actually get things done. It's, 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 it's a weird process that we put ourselves through to try and have a little bit of moral superiority. It's messed, it's messed up. It truly is. Uh, neither here nor, nor there. People who work at the federal government should be back in the office five days a week. You work for us. We expect you uh, to be there. And no, you can't do your job at home. The job's not getting done. So stop complaining. Stop telling us about your problems. You want to work from home. Go be a consultant. Work in your underwear. I don't care what you do. Do your work at 3 a.m. Doesn't bother me any. 
But if you're working on my dime, show up. Producer Carl, he doesn't get to work from home. He'd love to. Oh, oh, it's a dream. But that's not the way it works. The show has to have somebody there at 40 Monument Circle. And Carl is like, I'm man enough to do it. Me, I'm, I'm staying in Carmel. If only because I came down to Indianapolis yesterday and got a flat tire. Ho, ho, ho. I didn't hit a pothole. I hit a crater. An unavoidable crater on Fall Creek. I'm, I'm not going to do it now. But I will discuss it at 745. And how the people of Indianapolis. Hmm. Uh, what, what is this abusive relationship that you're in where you'll vote for a guy who will lie to you and say, I'm your guy to fight for abortion. But when it comes to the everyday things, you're on your own. And I don't care if you bitches are happy at all. Who you voted for this. We should, we should discuss your problems. But we should also discuss what it's like to have a mayor who does not care about the people at all. I will, I will get into that. UPS telling people they have to come back to the office is going to kick off a lot of offices that, I mean, some have already started, saying you have to come back to the office. And this also could have an effect on uh, employment rates and on the economy. Now, in some ways, this could be very good. If people came back to downtown Indianapolis and filled the office buildings, it would be better for all the ancillary businesses uh, around the city. People who want to open new places, and sadly there are things closing, like like Mimi Blue on Mass Ave. But more people downtown would create opportunity. Now, uh, they'd have to uh, uh, avoid uh, the, the Pothole Express, and maybe that's the point. Uh, don't fix the potholes because you don't want the cars downtown. Isn't that right, Democratic Socialists? I mean, communists. I mean, oh, whatever you call yourselves. It would be better. But there hasn't been enough force of getting people back in the office. And it could have an effect because some people might say, forget this. I'm not even showing up. Something to watch in 2024.